You're listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. Acoustic performances and live interviews with Edmonton's local musicians. For Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. You're listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. This is a live interactive interview in Studio Session where you can participate by asking questions on social media at gradioyeg. We're broadcasting live from the Two Bodies of Water studio in Edmonton, Alberta, proudly sponsored by Shell Shock and Remedy Cafe. I'm your host, Shandon Autumn, from The Dream Machine, and tonight I'm hanging out in the studio with a band that's going to blow your mind with the rebirth of rock and roll. Here's Alleviate, and they're here with their first track of the night, Drinking with Strangers.
listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. We're here in the studio tonight with Alleviate, and that was their first song of the night, Drinking with Strangers. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Chad. I'm a guitar player and the singer. My name is uh, Chris. I play bass guitar. My name is Matt McKenzie, and I play guitar. Awesome. And uh, what brought you all together? Pure luck. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, we all went to high school together and played music together then, but uh, we didn't. So an really... obligation, I guess, is what it would yeah, be. Yeah, we were forced together. <laughs> yeah, against our will. Uh, that is that isn't untrue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we won a songwriting contest back in 2014 or something like that, and uh, I needed a band to go record the song afterwards, so I called up. The best musicians I knew. I wouldn't say my best friends, but the best musicians I knew, knew at, at the time. time. That, yeah, yeah, at the time. Let's make sure yeah, that's Things clear. have definitely changed now. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't have called you guys. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, just kind of went from there. We weren't really intending to do anything beyond that, but... Yeah, just kind of snowballed into what it is today. Yeah. <laughs> just kept recording, kept playing music. So, back and forth. Yeah. Do you have any shows coming up? Oh, um, we, we do, we've got not a lot of in-town shows, but we do have some festivals. Uh, we've got some stuff in, we were playing Hinton and Calgary this weekend. Um, and then I think Beaumont is, we're playing the Blues Fest there on the 16th. Our next in-town is we're doing Make Music Festival, uh, which is June 21st, if I'm not mistaken. I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Close enough. <laughs> it's Make Music Fest. Give or you can take find a week, there. yeah. And uh, we're kind of trying to keep quiet in Edmonton uh, right now because we got some other things coming up later on in the summer. Nice. Um, so tell me one thing that not many people know about you. Like personal things? Yeah. Oh, boy. Whoa. Chad starts this one. No, Let's I started see. the last one. So All right, Matt <laughs> starts this one. Okay, one thing that people don't know about me? Um, well... I don't know where to start with this one, guys. Just um, come on, spill it out. Say something you I regret. I'll <laughs> relate to this one to the band. Um, we've never really done harmonies before in the band. None of us have really been singing but Chad. So I guess we've been uh, learning to do some harmonies and, uh, and singing in the songs. We're not doing any today. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like we've been uh, practicing that. And so we're not many people know that I'm doing harmonies in a band. Yeah, we've got a whole band of singers now. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah, pretty exciting. Poor singers, but uh, no, you guys oh, we're working on it. Nothing a little auto tune can't fix either way. So, <laughs> yeah. Chatter this or my. Me. Yeah, hey. you're going. Um, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something that not a lot of people know yet. I don't think, but uh, I'm currently living with Matt. We just got a new place together. We just got so. engaged. Yeah, yeah, that as well. And uh, <laughs> that's been pretty boring living with him yeah it's i awful. wouldn't recommend it to anybody oh, you guys place yeah that's a dump yeah so. chad's not allowed to use the oven we can't trust him with that <laughs> yeah. it's actually pretty funny to see the difference between their two rooms when matt's is well kept and, and groomed and chad's is a rug on the ground that he sleeps on and <laughs> yeah. no lights no windows or anything like yeah. that so calls it a creative mess yeah yeah and mine i guess is um i really don't like vanilla ice cream yeah, I know. It, people yeah, are just, yeah. I just find it too boring. I, honest, I say, okay, so I say it's too boring. Straight chocolate is my favorite. Uh, you can, I don't think you can go wrong with that. Well, I, so, I mean, I don't think it's boring, but vanilla is like literally just vanilla. It's, it's pretty, pretty bland as it is. So, what about vanilla with chocolate sauce? I mean, why not just go chocolate? I'm just, just asking questions. Because man. you have to mix it up anyways. It's like, oh, this tastes like chocolate ice cream. It's like, well, why don't you just get chocolate ice cream? You need to lay off the vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. But we just cool it off there. Yeah. So there we go. That's fair. Yeah. Not bad related at all. (laughs) Where can people check out your music? Chris, take that one. Title. Um, No. (laughs) Actually, yes. I think our album uh, is on there. Aggressive Grace. Um, I think we tried to get it literally any place you could scrape up music. We've got it there. Uh, I'm sure there's some like real indie places that we haven't reached quite yet, but like from Spotify to title, essentially, and everything in between, it's uh, all over the place. Stuffs on YouTube. That's right, all on YouTube, so you can uh, rip it off there. Yeah, Yeah. I mean it's Bandcamp. I'm sure you can do that there as well. I don't know if Um, we're on Bandcamp anymore. 
Ooh, Oof. yikes. <laughs> I got taken off Bandcamp, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, I just don't think I've updated anything. Oh, okay. That's not as bad. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, all over the place. Literally, if you if you try just a little bit, you'll you'll find us on whatever platform you're looking on. So awesome. That was the that was the goal to make it easy. Nice. Um, and so you mentioned that I, it's kind of not so known that I, you guys are doing harmonies at the moment. Right. Is that going into your your next album that you're working on? It is. Yeah, uh, we've been working on an EP. Uh, we just got out of the studio a couple of weeks ago. Um, and yeah, we're uh, incorporating some harmonies into our songs now, which is exciting. Awesome. Take like three of the five songs, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, four. No, I think four. Yeah, four. Four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, so four of the five songs. Yeah, and before there was nothing. So it's a. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, something. It'll be something. Awesome. Well, can we hear the next track? Yeah, we can. Sure. Uh, this is a, another one from our first album, Aggressive Grace. Uh, it's called Lady Suicide.
You're listening to Studio Sessions at GRadio.ca. Uh, that was Lady Suicide by Alleviate, and uh, you're welcome to participate by asking questions through this session at GRadio YEG. So what do you guys have planned long-term together? I, what are you working on right now? Um, we just are finishing up our EP. Uh, it's five songs. Right now, it's called Glass Habits. Uh, name could be tentative, but it's most likely going to be Glass Habits. We'll stick uh, with that. Yeah, we're excited to get it out there. Um, hopefully, the end of the summer, but maybe early fall. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of festival stuff, some out of town, more out of town stuff this year than we have had before. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to do a couple or a release show, hopefully in the fall or whenever we do release our album and hopefully get a big crowd out for that and have a great party. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Mom and dad will come out to that one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping. <laughs> it's just hoping. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, I'm not too sure. We've well, got like real long-term Chad. Come on. Real long-term. Deep, five years, 10 years. <clears throat> five. We're opening for Commonwealth Stadium. Yeah? Yeah, Roger's Place. It's all in our future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> opening for the Stones? Yeah, opening for the Stones. Yeah. He means like the road in front of Roger's Place, like outside <laughs> busking. Yeah. Possibly I actually don't even think they can they allow buskers down there. Maybe oh. they do. I saw the guy with They're, the drum there they one definitely time. Do. Either way, yeah. it's in our future. Yeah. <laughs> True. Just can't stop it. <laughs> can't stop the future, man. Yeah, so yeah. We're excited for the EP. That's kind of our. That's our. Uh, it's our scope right now. Yeah. It's like let's get through tomorrow, and then we'll worry about the EP, and then we'll focus on stuff after that. Yeah, yeah. It's You're a, a of... band member short today. You want to send a shout out to uh, someone? Actually, we're not. This is the whole <laughs> all the ones that matter, I guess. Yeah. No. Um. I guess I'm there. Uh, Aaron, we miss you. Uh, he's our drummer. Um. He's uh, a valued I'm, member of the band. Yeah, he's, he's, he'd be like the fourth wheel on a tricycle, uh, making it, yeah. I guess, a full quad, but still, it's considered a trike at the beginning, and then you added the fourth wheel. So it He's like the wheel on the back of a vehicle that you don't use all the time, but if you have to, you'll use it. You know? <laughs> Except for when you really need him, like, today, and it's nowhere to be seen, because, yeah. you know, yeah. where is he? Aaron, where are you, man? Yeah. I don't know. No, deep down, we love Aaron. Yeah, well, we, that's not uh, that actually. Deep. It's, I, we we I take it lot, back, but that's too far. We don't love him. Yeah, we've actually gotten into some trouble sometimes. Once, um, me specifically, me, I got in trouble once <laughs> and, uh, when we recorded uh, "Aggressive Grace." Um, the our our sound engineer is he's listened to our couple of practices. Here, are the songs are going to go before we recorded. And the first day, he stopped me and Matt. Matt was just with me; he had no correlation to. It. He stopped us, and he's like. You guys got to go easy on Aaron. You guys are way too rough on him. I've seen people walk out of the studio before, and you guys, uh, you guys are going to push him to his limits. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and where is he now? <laughs> it's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's uh, we razz him, but we have him. We can't get rid of him. So no. This question's directed to you, Chad, specifically. Sure, yeah. I would you mind talking a little bit about? Uh, pivotal concert experience you had at age eight? Oh yeah sure um i went to my first show when i was i think it was eight and uh it was randy backman from bto and the guess who and it was blew my mind a friend uh just brought me along last minute his grandpa couldn't go or something along those lines and uh it was it opened my world to music and i realized that wow people people play music for a living like not like i think i'm at that stage yet but uh it's definitely something that inspired me and propelled me into playing guitar and following music to the degree I do. Nice. And for the, the both of you as well, is there that sort of uh, pivotal experience at a, a concert for you or any memorable concert that really touched you? I think um, I can kind of build off of the Randy Bachman thing. Uh, a cool little experience that Chad and I had was uh, we went to a show to see Randy Bachman. And we managed to get, um, at the time, was our single Creekwood Memories, which is on Aggressive Grace. Um, but we got our single to him. We, I don't know, we found this guy who said he could get our stuff to Randy Backman to sign it and to check it out. And so it eventually got to him. And when we were watching him uh, perform, he gave us a shout out when he was doing a, uh, he was doing a tribute to Jeff Beck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I want to dedicate this one to the two uh, 
musicians that are in the crowd tonight that uh, got their CD to me or something along those lines. That was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, it was it was really cool to have that acknowledgement. So that was awesome. that was a cool moment. You didn't see the part where you slam dunks into the garbage. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you guys you know, away, didn't even listen. Whether you listen to it, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's that's that's cute. I never did. I hear that story before. You tell me. I, we're learning a lot about each other. Um, <laughs> my very first musical concert experience was Weird Al, so it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, little parody songs and stuff like that. And I think it was at K-Day, so it's like totally just the wrong <laughs> first concert to have, but I can't take it back. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> so, he's back in town this month. You'll, yeah, you'll it's like June yeah. or July or something like that. Yeah, yeah we'll go. We'll all go and I'll show you guys my first concert. Yeah, it's Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, this is Randy B. So. Stu wanted to go, so... Did there he? you go, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good friends too. Yeah. Maybe I'll invite him and we'll go check out Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, no, I for as for like what got me excited for that, uh, it's uh definitely Weird Al. I'm sticking with that answer. <laughs> yeah. Weird Al. Absolutely. Got a question from Judy asking if you're gonna come to Victoria soon. Uh Victoria. we would love to come to Victoria. Um <laughs> To play music or just to visit? Because I'll, I'll visit. And that cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, we would love to come to Victoria. We don't have any immediate plans, but uh, definitely future plans are to scope out some BC shows and do a little Western tour. But we'll be there eventually, hopefully this hopefully this year. Or, sorry, within the year. Within the year. 365 days. We're yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Got a random question for you, are you up for it at all? Oh, yeah, let's do yes. it. Yeah? Okay. Imagine you're watching a concert and all of a sudden one of the band members just spontaneously combusts. Um, and you happen to be the, the one called to, to replace that member. What would the band be? Whoa. Like Holy that we're moly. seeing? What's the band that we're seeing? Yeah. Oh. Who are you replacing? What would the band be? Oh, oh my. Dibs Weird Al, Chris? I, uh, <laughs> I once saw a video... I think it was of, um, it wasn't T-Pain, it was some other rapper, and he had a, a person that was doing sign language on the side, and she was rocking harder than anybody else on stage. I think I'd like to do her job. That'd be cool. I'd just have to learn sign language and, <laughs> and do all that, but I think I'd I'd replace her because I feel she'd, uh, she was the star. That was, that's where that video went viral, is uh, it was just focusing on her, not everybody else on stage. It was, uh, that'd be me. That's that's where I would shine, I think. Yeah, you want to be a star? Well, I, yeah, I'd just be a hero giving sign language to all the deaf people <laughs> that come to a concert. So, yeah, nice. that'd, be, that'd be me. Um, I don't know who it would be for me. I go to a lot of shows, but uh, I'm just going to put out Pearl Jam there because I'm going to see them and I'm stoked about that. But <laughs> I feel like my answer is really weird because like, I want to say, like, oh, the Rolling Stones, but I feel like... It'd be like Jack Johnson in like Hawaii. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, this is my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd, probably, that'd be my answer. I'll become buddy buddy with Eddie Vedder and <laughs> yeah. get, get a hookup with Jack Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get my rap friends and we'll all meet up together and uh, yeah, have one big good. party. Yeah. Invite all the deaf people. I got you. Guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all that. Matt will play Jack Johnson songs for him. Yeah. Serenade you. Have a good time. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Well, hopefully none of you spontaneously combust uh, during this next song. None of us here, at least. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a new track from uh, your your new album coming up, right? Yep. Yeah, this one's called Carefree and Fearless.
Radio.ca, and that was carefree and uh, freeless. Uh, blah, I can't talk. Carefree okay. and fearless. There, you there go. we yeah. go. I new song by Alleviate. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Hoping that our new stuff is good. It was just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how would you guys define success in the band, and oh. individually as well? Sure. I think. Uh. I think as long as we're happy, honestly, like I feel like we're finding success as long as we're still enjoying it. We're playing shows. We're moving forward. We're playing more shows. We're recording more and we're still loving it. That to me is success in a band. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to agree with that. I don't think any of us are at the stage right now or, you know, we're, we're kind of just doing it because it's a commitment. I think we're all very much still in love with the process of playing live and, Excuse me, and uh, going into the studio, and for me, yeah, success would definitely be that, and you know, the chance that I get to do this with, you know, three three other great guys is, makes it a lot of fun, and uh, I, I, that's that's good enough for me. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's uh, I can't imagine there's many people at uh, our stage where for hoping to play one day outside of Roger's place where they uh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, no success is only how much money we can make. It's uh, I, I, I don't think we've ever seen a single dollar from, from any of this stuff. It just goes back into the band fund and then yeah. you just use that to buy all the other stuff that we need to do to actually stay afloat. So yeah, it's just, it's kind of, it's definitely started off to me at least like a, like a fun hobby and it's something cool to do, you know, practice and playing the shows was, was really what sold it for me. Uh, that, uh, you know, rush after, after playing and all that. It's like, wow, that was, that was really cool. You know, we, uh, went up on stage and bombed it for half an hour and then now we're, uh, now we're all done. That was fun. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a really fun hobby and it's been uh, a good, good use of creative juices and time specifically. So yeah, it's been, it's been fun. You were speaking a bit earlier about how it was kind of a, a struggle uh, to get all of you together and uh, just start out as uh, forming Alleviate. So how has that perception kind of changed as you've grown together as a band? Um, when we started out, it was very much business-oriented. Uh, we would get together, do our practices, do our shows and all that. And we were all friends, and we hung out individually, like maybe Matt or I and or Chris or Matt. But we never really did band thing, band activities, I guess, where I feel like we do that a lot more, and we're okay with just you know, getting together, discussing things. We might not be picking up an instrument that day. Uh, and it's definitely become more of a, I guess it feels like we're more of a family in that aspect. A social thing, much more yeah. of a social thing, yeah. And uh, well, it, we spend enough time together. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> are married, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, honestly, I think the fact that we do, we do want to improve and we, we do keep setting bigger goals is what make us... Uh, connected a little bit more as we're always always seem to be together now so yeah i find also being in a band it's like you you tend to find yourself in a lot of stressful situations like you might be playing a, a bigger show or something and you're super nervous about it but you got three other guys that are super nervous about it too <laughs> that you can kind of lean on so going through those experiences have definitely i think brought the band closer together also playing the really bad shows uh, oh yeah those the, I, those to me are always the uh the best memories that we've had are just like 
whether it's like we play bad or like the circumstances, the circumstances (laughs) or the venue was just not meant to be whatever it was, amalgamation of everything. It's that that to me is always a very defining for the band as well. See how you handle those situations and uh, how you can either bounce back from them or just laugh them off and kind of keep moving forward. We had a show where the generator died so we played air guitar two, for two or three times during the set. Yeah, a couple of times. We just yeah. played air guitar <laughs> for the drums crowd. are full yeah. speed. Drums, you know, are, nice. drums yeah. are going, and you can't hear us. And pretty much <laughs> sounded awful, point. but yeah. But fun. I mean, and we had, a, but we had a choice to make. There, it's like, well, do we stop playing and be like, or do we stop playing and be like, yeah, whatever, or do we just play it and then kind yeah. of go on with? I it? mean, and we went on with it. I, and thought, I thought that did, was the I right we did choice. The appropriate thing. Yeah. When the generator kicked back in, it sounded good. Yeah, we, we start playing for 30 more seconds, cuts out again. We're like, hey, finish the song. And uh, generator well, kicks in for the last quarter of the song. Yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah, yeah. So. But no, we, we've learned a lot, and I think we've we've grown a lot from our early days. Yeah. Good. And uh, Matt and Chris, you guys have known each other for quite a while. Since, since you were the kids, beginning right? of time. Yeah, actually, known each other. Let's, I think it was before then, actually. Yeah. We met Time himself, and we're like, we're starting this before you met. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, how I. What was it? What you, I think we like lower the age every single time we, we <laughs> tell the story. Well, it was young though. It was like yeah. way, really, really young. We're na- neighbors essentially when you're growing up, like three doors down. Um, so that makes it pretty easy to uh, get to know somebody. And we're going to the same elementary school and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, but what? How old was it? My mom says, "Oh, you were two. See, and that makes old. no sense to me. It's like, well, so yeah, yeah you, you meet pals. babies when you're a baby, become <laughs> yeah. friends, but." Uh, I, I do remember the first time I went to your house for a little slumber party. I think I left. That's cute. Um, because I was like scared or I missed my mom or something like that. I also like remember sleeping over at your house and I left because I was afraid. <laughs> and I missed my cat. <laughs> so. so, yeah. And I mean, we've, we've grown since then. We can actually sleep with each other now and yeah. not get scared. I mean, we can sleep, share the sleep in the same bed and not sure. get scared. Yeah. So Hey, he's married. Well. Wow. Because <laughs> there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. Chats. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we've known each other for a bit of time. Yeah, couple, couple minutes. Couple years, couple days. <laughs> oh, sure. Now, how uh, how have you inspired each other musically uh, since knowing each other? I think Chris brings out the worst in me. Matt <laughs> no, brings out the best in me. Yeah, no, um, I think uh, it, it's fun because Chad tends to be he, like he's a lead singer, right? He's playing lead guitar all the time, and so I find like playing on stage. I can connect with Chris because we're kind of on the sides, right? Chad's in the middle, kind of a lot of the eyes are on him, right? You know, Mr. Big Head over here. So um, I find Chris and I, like we can get into a space where we're jamming together and it's usually one of of the highlights of the show for me is when I can just kind of connect with Chris on stage and and just jam out. I find it's... It's my favorite part. It's a good bit of fun. Yeah, it's a little prayer with him. Yeah, we have a little ritual actually that we do every single time. Yep. Um, Every I don't, I don't think we need to go into the specifics. <laughs> I'm curious now. <laughs> okay, well, this is a little trade secret, all right? Never before revealed to the public. Um, every show, every single show we've ever done, um, Matt and I have to, at some point, link up, whether we're playing together or we, I just walk Holding over to him. hands or something. Yeah, and I, and I have to, I, I don't know why <laughs> we chose this word, but I have to say ball sack to him and he says ball sack back and i i don't know why it's comforting it's like <laughs> I mean, i'm home yeah and it's like maybe it's like if things are stressful you say it, it's a silly word we're it puts a smile on your face yeah and we're, we're bouncing again yeah. but uh but yeah yeah so that's those those are my moments that i treasure as well and uh honestly back to the original question with how he you know inspires me to better musician um I remember, what was it, back in junior high when you first got your acoustic guitar or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember you just playing it all the time, and you were terrible at the start. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, because I was naturally amazing when I started, <laughs> um, and I remember, so I'm like, wow, that guy's got a lot of determination. He sounds that bad, and he's still trying to practice. But he'd ser- <laughs> like, you'd, seriously, you were practicing like all the time at home and stuff like that, which is something I never really did. Um because of that natural skill again. Um, <laughs> no, it's just laziness, pure laziness. And I, I always thought that was that was pretty impressive. I'm just like, wow, you're putting some some work into it. And now he's he's fantastic. And yeah. it's 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 just a show of how dedicated he was practicing and staying uh determined with it. So And I, th- I think it's worth noting too that um I pretty much picked up a guitar because of Chris's family. Very musical family. They always have instruments. They're all extremely talented at well, extremely at singing, strong word, playing but... uh, instruments, whatever. And so it was at his house that I picked up a guitar and started playing 
and that led to me buying my parents buying me a guitar and learning and whatever. So I I owe my my guitar playing, being in a band, all of this to uh, to that big oaf over there. Yeah, oh. yeah that's yeah. right. It's a little softy over here. Yeah, yeah. so special. Yeah. <laughs> well, can we hear the next song? Sure, sure. Awesome. Chris, just you and me. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> to studio sessions on gradio.ca this is uh, alleviate and that was their song the wild in the wood you're welcome to participate by asking some questions at gradioyeg on social media so who's inspired your music you guys have some really powerful songs and they all stem from some awesome rock and roll i so i'm curious uh, we pull from a lot of inspiration individually, which brings a lot of different stuff to the band. Um, you listen to pretty much everything. I list all kinds of stuff, like not even just rock, lots of different genres from uh, all kinds of things. Just got Spotify recently. I don't know where that's been all my <laughs> life, and now I've just been going nuts with listening to everything that I can get my hands on to. So it's been really cool. Yeah, but that you're you are right. It's uh, everybody really loves like you know uh classic rock and a couple different active rock things like that and uh so we can all agree on that and then obviously everyone pulls from their own different inspirations their own different uh styles and yeah. whatever else so yeah it's uh <laughs> i listen to i think a lot of laid back stuff like not so hard rock and uh <laughs> we had never written a love song before and uh I forced Chad to write a love song because we didn't have one and everything was kind of like in your face and sort of like, 
you know, rock and roll. And then we, we finally came up with one that was a, a bit more reeled in. And so I think that was, that was one of my <laughs> achievements of bringing in like some of the things that I listened to, um, into the band and incorporating it into the, some of the songs that we've written. You know, those lyrics are actually on uh, my vows to you, hey? Yeah, actually, yeah, Chad, he had to write the love song about me, so, I mean... <laughs> I was gonna say, it's really romantic, you force somebody to write <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I said he had no choice. down, yeah. kiss them until they start writing down lyrics yeah. and stuff like that. It's write cute. it or I walk, is what I told him. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's the name of the song. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, are you the, the main writer, I, Chad? Uh, I am, but actually, since we're talking about writing and that song, you did help me with a few lines in that one. Yeah, I Chad feel, has no I heart. feel no love. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. a black hole. Yeah, no, uh, I am. I am the primary lyricist, but we all uh, we all write music musically. We're all pitching in ideas and shaping things. Yeah, I, I honestly I can't imagine. Um, I'm sure it works out because it works out for other people being in a, the group where you know, somebody writes the lyrics and then they have kind of idea of how they want it to sound. And then they kind of write, and someone write my bass part for me and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and I'd have no real creative expression for that. I, I, I can't personally imagine doing that. So, you know, a lot of, I think our writing process, it's either swing or a miss. Either we get something and it comes together really quick and we're like, done, perfect, excellent. Let's just kind of flesh it out from there. Or we just bang our heads against a brick wall for, <laughs> you know, weeks at a time. And we're Until just like, it changes entirely. Yeah. It's like, something. all right, version three is going to be fine. Now version 26 is going to be the one that we get it on. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, kind of, yeah, it's random. It really is random kind of how, uh, how quickly and how easily and how well they can come together. So. so. Yeah. That's kind of our process is uh, Chad might have lyrics to something and maybe a lick tosses it into band at practice. And we just kind of take it from there and everybody sort of develops their own parts and, uh, Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was one of, I think one of our, my favorite memories so far with us is uh, there was some competition. It was like, uh, write a song. What it had to be about poverty or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, homelessness or something like that. It was from competition and we just, we just wanted the money. So we, uh, but the deadline, I don't know if we weren't paying attention or if we just read the email wrong, but it's like essentially long story short, it's like deadline is tonight. If you guys want to enter, it's gotta be tonight. And we're, it's already like, seven eight o'clock or something like that and we're like well let's put something <laughs> together and um so matt had a uh a kind of like a little chord progression that he's had for a little bit so he went off that made the rest of the song pretty basic overall and then chad just went to his room blasted music and then just scribbled <laughs> out a bunch of lines stuff like that honestly in my opinion for the amount of time that it took it probably was all in all like two three hours maybe at most yeah um we got it done we submitted it we didn't win um <laughs> but uh we still got it done which i was really impressed with us for as we over to, to uh really just whip something up quick which was uh i thought we did a decent job yeah i like honestly for the amount of time that it took i'm like it's not the best song but it's for you know writing it in two hours that's not uh <laughs> it's not terrible either yeah. so i think in anyone? that two hours we also had we, to go drive and grab his camera <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah we crammed a we lot haven't played it. Yeah. We haven't played it though in a while. Um, didn't it turn into something we, else? We turned it into the love song. <laughs> What's the love song called? Old Soul. Old what? Soul yeah. Really? What did you think it was called? Poverty? Uh, no, I, that's what it like originally was something called like that. So, yeah, maybe I'm not paying enough attention. So, Come on, dude. Yeah, that, that did turn into one of our songs. Or we're, yeah. we're going to be playing it later. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you remember. Oh, boy. <laughs> you get my sheet music out. <laughs> yeah. If you guys had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would wow. it be? Uh, that is an impossible question. Um, I'm going to say Pink Floyd's Echoes. Only because it's a half hour long, so there you go. There's a wow. lot going on in that. So you yeah. listen to it like six minutes at a time, be like, yeah. "That's a song. That's a song. That's exactly." A song. So that's I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go with that, and I mean, it's a great song, but I guess I'll I'd have to go with probably like "Wild Horses" by the Rolling Stones, just because I think at the root of all my uh, music influences, that one always comes up as like one of the biggest influences. One of the reasons I, I like to play a 12-string guitar is after listening to that song. And, and Rolling Stones are one of my favorite bands, most influential bands. So, like everybody else, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd say Wild Horses. I'd say Despacito with Justin Bieber. because <laughs> I can't take any of these questions seriously, I guess. I got to keep the trend of serious, serious. Nah, nothing. Miss, yeah. no. I don't know. I 
I can't imagine listening to, you know, just one song. There's, uh, there's, there's, there's so many and it's, it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of by the day. There are some songs that's like that day you could put on a loop for 24 hours and I would just listen to it and love it every single time. The next day, no, I hate it. It's terrible. And then a week from then I'd love it again. But, uh, yeah, I guess you just have to ask me the day that you're going to, you know, put earbuds in my ear and say, this is the song. This is it. For the rest of your life, you're going to listen to this one. I'll be like, okay, pick that one. And I'll listen to that one. So I want Creekwood Memories, hey? Yeah, Creekwood no, Memories. No, no, I take Despacito over that. <laughs> I don't blame you for a second. <laughs> what about out of the songs you've all written? Ooh. Same question. I'll go. Okay. Um, I really, I really, really do like our song uh, Talos off of our album. It's the last song in Aggressive Grace. Um, I really like that song, uh, not just stroking our own egos, but I, I think it's a really, really nice sounding song. It's, uh, it's pretty, it's emotional, it's powerful, it's, uh, it's, it's all kinds of stuff. And we, uh, I don't know, maybe that's where our real genre lies and we're just, <laughs> we're just restrained from it. Yeah. But I really do like that song. Other people have told me they really like it as well. I found it in one of my friend's Spotify playlists, which really like warmed oh. my heart. I'm just like, what? Out of all of them, you picked they that one? They just forgot wow. to delete it. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> They're just like, ah, shoot, I put it in there. I forgot. So yeah, I'd say that one. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to pick since I write the lyrics and there's a lot tied to most of the songs, but I'm really into, we've got a new song uh, that we just recorded called The Fool. And, uh, I'm loving how it's sounding, so I think I think I'd have to pick that right now. I think yeah, for me it's pretty easy to pick one of our newer songs because they're fresh, they're new, and we're, we've heard our older songs a lot. So the newer stuff is kind of more appealing to me right now. And uh, the fool is great. I really like listening to that one, but uh, I don't know. I'll be different. I'll say the carefree and fearless. I, I think the harmonies that we managed to get on that song turned out really, really good. I really like to listen to it. Nice. Well, would you like to share another one of your songs? Sure. Uh, this is uh, our last single off Aggressive Grace. It's called Handle. Oh, good. Okay. Wake me from this 
You're tuned in to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. That was handled by Alleviate. So I've got a, a question about uh, your songs, Godless. You've got part one and part two. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate how it, I, you've divided those because it, in part one, it, it's uh, about an experience during the war and then part two is afterwards. So can you just talk a little bit about how that was inspired, uh, why you decided to write that song? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I think the primary trigger into what wrote that was uh, the movie The Imitation Game. There's a, a spot in it where they have to decide or they have to attack their own or let their own ships be bombed because they can't let on that the enemy has, or that they know the enemy code. So that really, that hit home, or I say hit home, It I thought it was really interesting. So it led me to write a song about uh, what it would be like to be in one of those ships and, you know, basically being bombarded by your own, by your own uh, army. And I didn't really have any direction with it. I just had th- these three chords, and I didn't really know what I was doing, but it was just, I'd play the chords every night for maybe a week and um, just sing whatever came out for about 10 minutes. And then uh, I went through them all at the end of the week, and I realized that I had a lot of material, a lot more than I needed. And originally, I think we were just going to do the Godless Part 1 and I pushed a little to let's let's contrast a dark to a a less dark with uh, some acoustic electric, and then do yeah um, during during the war and kind of uh, two years later a flashback and how how they were affected after that. So. Have you ever I uh, had any nervousness with sharing uh, anything you've written with each other or uh, with an audience? Well, considering I've never heard that story before in the three years of asking you what that song's about, uh, you know, maybe I guess there is, but I originally, I didn't think there was a problem with it. Um, I'll speak, I'll speak for myself. I don't know if I speak for anybody else. I've, I feel like with this musical project, a band and whatnot, uh, you can't do yourself a disservice if you're not fully explaining why you are like, oh, I don't want to you know, reveal that side of me. That's, you know, personal side and stuff like that. I feel that's where the best and most authentic, you know, creativity and authentic feeling actually comes from. So I, it would be a disservice if you do try to, to hide it as hard as it is to actually open up and, and be serious about that kind of stuff. I feel that's where the, the real meat of all this kind of stuff comes from. And uh, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these lyrics that you've, you've written, Chad, I, uh, you know, a lot of them you can, connect that they, they they are personal and whatnot and for one i appreciate you you know opening up in that Thank degree you. uh not because i appreciate your uh your honesty with me but just for <laughs> that sake you know it's always about getting that that good stuff out but yeah, yeah. uh yeah no this definitely it's definitely I, I feel makes a better product if you do truly open up emotionally i think about a whole bunch of different uh, uh musicians that do that that just after you know whatever troubles they've been going through for a long time they they write an album after that and it's like oh my gosh it's like a totally new side to this this artist and yeah. uh yeah it's 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 really cool and a lot of the best stuff really does come out after that uh after opening up and whatnot so yeah i agree i mean i'm definitely there's times where i'll be a little shy in terms of what the song's really about i might not so much say but uh i think i've become a lot more open we've you guys have heard pretty much every side of me at this point now that it's, I'm I'm not really Can't worried about what's gonna what's gonna come of it. Yeah. So, I but I do agree. You got to get into the deep dark spots. It's what people tend to connect with the most, I think. Yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, you write about these things. You've never been on a boat uh, that's been bombed by your own army before, <laughs> but uh, you can easily relate that to other correlations in your life. You know, if you feel like you're, I don't know cornered by by your friends you feel like the world's out to get you anything like that like it's it's all you can relate it to a bunch of different things and then connect in that way so i think that's uh you know uh, having a story go over top of it if you just wanted to shut your brain off and just listen to the lyrics you get kind of a storyline but if you really wanted to you know get into it you can easily apply your life to the two parts of godless so so good job with that thank you
Couldn't have done it without you guys. No, you could have. You mean, <laughs> eventually. There's a, there's so much expression when it comes to music, and you really are sharing a large portion of yourself when you're you're writing. Um, so here's kind of a spin-off question. Um, if you were on your deathbed, what would your last words be? Oh my gosh. Let me cook up something good. You guys go first. <laughs> All right, Matt. <sighs> See you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> uh, geez, last words. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I would probably just write something down. I wouldn't say anything. I'm better at writing than speaking. <laughs> just little, little words above your tombstone. What would it say? Here lies Chad. He died as he lived doing blank what is it oh i could fill in a lot yeah. of stuff <laughs> a lot of weird things that's probably how you died as well and people yeah. be like oh it makes sense you know and you just fishing with a dynamite that makes sense, <laughs> sense. no I, I mean that that is tough to because that's your that's your last statement uh, other than people digging up your diary 20 years later um but uh that's your you last statement out there diary dude well, no, you keep it in the house, and then they go look through your stuff once they realize you were super smart, and they go, wow, let's look at this guy's diary. Let's oh. open it up. No, but, uh, I mean, that it would be your last statement, so I don't know what my last statement on earth would be. That's uh, that's really heavy. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably try to make it goofy because, you know, <laughs> as much as I say, you know, opening up is a good thing. you got to battle all your, your demons with, with comedy sometimes and just try to yeah. laugh at everything because that's the easiest thing to do. Fall got our ways. Yeah. It's coping, all coping. Maybe that's what I put. Just cope with your problems. Don't deal with them. <laughs> live with them. That'd be a terrible message. Oh yeah, we gotta. We got doing the last one. Yeah, yeah, we got a down tune eventually. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah, do. I'm just I don't have quietly to. do it here, right in front of the mic. So yeah, okay. We'll maybe fill the space while you're doing that, and uh, then I'll have to go eventually. But well, you know. I can I can chat because I don't need a down tune. So if you have any questions directly for me or that I can answer, you might be able to answer. I this. can also multitask. Like, what do you think Aaron's last words would be? Because uh, I, I feel like we've got to fill in the space for him, too. He's yeah, Aaron's be last words would definitely be, I wasted my time in that band. Yeah. <laughs> Chris was here. Just go and vandalize his gravestone. <laughs> That's what you would do, is vandalize his gravestone? Yeah. Okay. Whatever nice message he had written, I'd just go and uh, scratch it out and put, like, the right ball sack on it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> then Matt would look, look at it and go, hey, I get that. <laughs> All right, so I, I know that you don't like vanilla ice cream. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite ice cream? What's well, my favorite ice cream? Uh, I grew up with mint chocolate chip, oh. so yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, so I love mint chocolate chip, but I mean, can't go wrong with like cookies and cream and stuff like that. Too. That's not bad. Okay, that's agreeable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Chad just stole mine. He stole my thunder with cookies and cream. Oh. Um, Suck it. <laughs> <sighs> I can really feel the love there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it works well because you'll, you'll buy ice cream and then I can eat your ice cream. Yeah. So I enjoy yeah, that. Ch Chad lives off ice cream at home. That's why you guys live together, huh? He's like, we like the same ice cream. This yeah. will be perfect. Yeah, yeah that's pretty <laughs> much Nothing goes wrong here. That was the only criteria. Chris kicks open the door. I look inside the fridge. I'm like, ah, all <laughs> mint chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> no, he likes cookies and cream. Yeah. Are you guys all tuned? Good to go? Yeah. I yeah, so. I'm good. All right. I'd love to hear your next song. All right, this is the song that I forced Chad to uh, yeah. put together. Yeah, this, this is that one that I forgot that we wrote. This yeah. is called Old Soul Love. It's another new one. Um, yeah, courtesy of Matt. He made this, he made this one happen. Yeah. <laughs> garden gives us peace Maybe we play our records too loud Maybe we live too free But you got me Looking on my health And I got you To myself Oh, 
been busted As long as I remember It shows I'm not perfect But you say that it's alright Cause we got things Watching others try to live their lives Come on And you got me working on my hell And I got you to myself Oh, so Listening to gradio.ca, that was Old Soul Love by Alleviate. So, thanks so much for joining us in the studio. Yeah, um, thank, thank you for having us. Absolutely. It's been a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any last minute message you want to send out to fans? Aaron, uh, we missed you. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you did catch this or if you're listening, be sure to scope out our website in the next few days. We're updating it putting on the next shows that we're going to be announcing and uh, keep an eye out for our EP coming up at the end of this. What's our website, Chad? Alleviatebandcom Remember that. Not .ca. No. (laughs) We're not true Canadians. No. (laughs) You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, We're on Twitter, but we're not active. Yeah. Don't go to to Twitter and be like, oh boy, I can't wait to see an active profile. Yeah. That's not us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're pretty much on all social media. Even I think we've got a Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. I'll YouTube. sign it. Is rare. Yeah, yeah YouTube. That's, yeah, that's YouTube. right. YouTube as well. You've got like a, a whole array of places that people can buy your music, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 If uh, you go to our website, actually, I think it's all there too. Yeah. In the top right corner. Go to one of our shows. Go find one of the garbage bins afterwards, and there'll be tons of CDs. <laughs> Lots there. of CDs. Yeah. We got Free pickings. Yeah. yeah. We'll just throw them at you. Yeah, for sure. Business cards at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys are also on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Deezer, and Title. Yeah, Deezer. Yeah, that's a new on one there. to the list. Well, just, maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah no. Title for sure. Make sure you get those flak files yeah. and everything. Yeah, Title. You're gonna hear all that prime production value for sure. <laughs> awesome. And upcoming festivals. Um, local ones. We've got. Uh, Oh, damn it. I forgot the name. Make Music? Make Make Music music Fest. Um, Beaumont isn't far. Uh, We've got Beaumont Blues and Roots. Um, We're also playing at Edmonton Rock Fest in August this summer. Um, Yeah, that that one's pretty exciting. Uh, I think that's all we got for in-area festivals. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks again for coming by. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a great time. You've been listening to Studio Sessions at Two Bodies of Water Productions, produced by Jeff Williams and engineered by James Seabrook, with support from Jaden Robinson. Proudly sponsored by Shellshock and Remedy Cafe. That's all for tonight, but be sure to drop again, uh, by again next Monday with uh, Houston Gray in the studio. Uh, you can check us out this Friday as well, and Saturday, uh, broadcasting live from Odyssey Gatherings Orbital Stage, where we'll be featuring awesome music and interviews from some crazy talented local DJs and producers. Find us on gradio.ca or on social media at gradioyeg. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Shandon Autumn, from the Dream Machine Zine, and I'll catch you this weekend at Odyssey. 
Bye for now. You've been listening to Studio Sessions, a Two Bodies of Water production on gradio.ca. Studio Sessions is produced by Jeff Williams, Joel Peter Carm, and engineered by James Seabrook. Visit gradio.ca for past episodes and more great local content. And follow us on SoundCloud at gradio.ca.